Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morling. And here in the virtual studio is the king of video games and resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. How's it going, That's Adrian? Right. I'm here, and it is only you and I because somebody ended up getting held up uh, licking that corporate boot. Jeez. I won't name the any names. Is- the thing is, he didn't get held up. It was like two hours ago he said he was off work already. But you know what? He's just a just slacker, oh. lazy bum. I don't know, whatever you want to call him. But oh, he's then like, that's nah, just to I'm... us. If Mr. Bossman comes to call and, oh, I'll be right there 7 a.m. bright yep. and early. Yep, yep. I don't, I don't. Meanwhile, I don't even know. Sir, can you meet us for a 7.30 recording time? Oh, geez, guys. Yeah. I just, Too I don't hard. know. Too I just, I can't. You know, it's, it's we pretty late. I right. thought we were friends, JJ. I thought I thought I knew you. I thought, you know, there was a connection there. There was something there. But no, he'd rather just be, whatever, assistant manager of whatever place he got hired at. It doesn't matter. The but zoo? Yeah. The zoo. <laughs> Omaha Zoo. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, if I worked at the zoo, I'd I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm all in at the zoo. The zoo's that would be pretty <laughs> sick, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just us two, just you and me. We'll make it happen. Uh, we're we're gonna. This is gonna be the best dang show you've ever seen. You know what? We don't need JJ. Screw JJ. Because you know That's what? Right. Christmas is less than a week away. Can you believe it? Oh, can you? I'm so excited. It? I'm so we, excited. We were looking at Christmas lights. Uh, I forget what day it was. We went for a walk. There's like a neighborhood around here where the whole neighborhood always does all the crazy lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, threw the kids in the stroller and walked around a little bit. And some one of the houses out front had like a big like so many days till Christmas. And I think it said, yeah, it must have been Sunday because it said like, yeah, like five days till Christmas or whatever, six days. And I'm like, you kind of sit back and you're be- like, what? I turned to Trudy. I'm like, that's not right, right? Like, that's a mistake. She's like, no, it's like next Saturday. I'm like, there's no way it's next Saturday. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, baby. It's, it's like, this week. It's only like the first week of December, right? She's like, no, it's happening. I'm like, are you kidding me? What have I been doing? What is happening? And then you got New Year's next week. Craziness. Craziness. Rolling up, man. Um, I'm telling you. But, yeah, I'm wearing my... PlayStation ugly Christmas sweater. Oh. Check it out. <laughs> I've had this for nice. It's been a while. Now. I know I've seen those because uh, Sony was selling those, right? I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Christmas mm-hmm. gift. Like I don't know. I think it was the first year I did Super Gamer Boy, so it would have been twenty eighteen. Oh. Okay, it's so been a minute. I got it as a as a Christmas gift. Yeah, dude, this thing's so warm though. Like it's That's, it's, it's been it's, cold <laughs> here in El Cajon. Let's see, it's fifty four outside right now, and when I was wearing like my. Uh, 
one of my my hoodies earlier i think like my my playstation hoodie i was like oh it's a little chilly like i don't know it's just i've worn it a lot so it's getting thin already and i was like oh that breeze a little chilly and then i walked outside with this thing to come down to record the show and i'm like dude <laughs> this thing's toasty like, i love it it's nice man you guys so. are burning up over there it's 45 out here in the in the Jeez. bay area right now <laughs> shiver city well next week on the 28th we're going to new york visit some family and i don't know what i what's, what's oh, gonna you might run into some snow Whew, good luck uh, i will we'll not it, be doing that <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see what it's like when I, when I get out there i don't know i they keep saying like oh yeah we got a little dusting it hasn't been too bad though i'm like yeah okay we'll see we'll see <laughs> oh yeah sure thing <laughs> it's nothing it's nothing it's been warm they keep saying mm-hmm. it. it's been a warm warm uh warm winter i'm like yeah okay uh cool well yeah screw you jj is, this, is that that's what you guys usually do when i'm not here like hashtag garrett sucks are, 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 oh, are we allowed sucks. to do hashtag yeah, jj sucks okay yeah. okay okay hashtag sure corporate if... slave <laughs> corporate slave oh man uh well today we're going to be talking about the splinter cell remake sony wanting to make up with indie developers and tencent getting their hands on the back for blood developers but first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Toby Dalton and, or sorry, I don't know why I said and there, because there's three of them here. Toby Dalton, Quote Joma, and Bleep Bloop. And also shout out to our Super Gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. Uh, thank you all so much for supporting Cheers. us. Cheers. We appreciate it. Um, we know you could be throwing that money elsewhere, and we just are so thankful uh, that you, you know, are throwing it our way. Uh, and we're hope we hope, we hope we're making your hap- you happy, making you proud with the content we're putting out there. Um, if you want to be awesome, like those folks I mentioned and those listed down in the show notes below, because at the $5 level, you still got your name on the episode. Every episode has names on there. You can see some of the people. Sorry, $1 people. You don't get it. You just get the episodes early and ad free, but, but we love you just um, the same. <laughs> we love you just the same. You can support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us over there starting at just a buck a month, all the way up to $15 tier. You can get episodes early and ad-free such as this show after we finish recording or streaming here on Monday night. Pop that sucker out there for Patreon producers uh, or supporters, I should say. Uh, Also, Super Gamer Book Club. You can get those every month uh, early, two months early. So like this month's episode that just came out a couple weeks ago, Super Mario Odyssey with Pocket. It was a blast to record. So much fun. (laughs) He's a genius, freaking whiz of Mario. Um, he's literally like Dr. Mario. That's what I would call him. A right? bomb of personality. <laughs> just a, uh, a a personality bomb just exploded in that po- in that podcast, man. Just fantastic. Uh. I loved it. Loved it. So much fun. Uh, and also on the free feed. So if you're looking for a little taste of Super Gamer Book Club before you commit to supporting us, go just search on uh, our YouTube channel or anywhere on any podcast service that's available. Uh, Super Gamer Book Club, Ray to Rat was on an episode with us and talked about Little Nightmares 1 and 2, and that's free for this month. So, man, that was a fantastic episode, too. It's all four of us. So it was like <laughs> you, me, Ray, JJ, and we talked forever about Little Nightmares, and it was that was so much fun, too. And we yeah. all, you all know, like, JJ is a little obsessive about those He's games, a super so. fan. Is, yeah, it gets a little crazy, but you know, we got to figure out a way to get him like in touch with the team. Like, if we were able to tell them that oh my Little Nightmares was his gateway <laughs> into indie games, I feel like they'd be very touched by that story. Man, 
Yeah, imagine they, they reach out like when Little Nightmares Three comes out, and they're like, "Here, JJ, have a code." Yeah, have a have <laughs> an early copy. Ooh, oh man, he might faint. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably pass out. He'd definitely pass out. Oh man, but we'll talk more about the Patreon later. Um, I felt like there was something else I want to talk about here. Oh, because you mentioned it at the very end of the last episode. I'm like, oh, thanks for saying that, Adrian, because I forgot. This is the last episode before the holidays, guys. Um, we mentioned it, I think, a couple weeks ago that, that it might be happening. Last week, we confirmed it. It was at the end when most people already turn off the podcast, though. So <laughs> here we are at the beginning. This is the last one before the holidays. Uh, we're looking at probably like a, a two to three week break. Uh, what is it? Like we're thinking like three weeks because we've been going hard, guys. We've been going hard like all year. And oh, I know I, I, I'm ready for a break. And uh, yeah, we're all ready for just a little bit of break. So I'm sorry if it upsets anyone. But um, yeah, you we, got a whole we, year's worth. You got a whole year's of, stuff of, to go of back content to. to catch up yeah. on. You got our, <laughs> our big E3 blowout that we did that we almost killed ourselves doing. It's yes. a whole <laughs> lot of stuff to catch up on. Yeah, yeah. So get yeah. So we'll be taking a break the next three weeks. Um, I I'm 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 gonna try to get out the at least some of the, your uh, super indie boy segments. And I think instead of doing a big super cut, actually kind of like piecemealing them out as like episode one, episode two, like the little five minute episodes. And that way, there's you know just a little more content Stuff for people to, to kind of eat up and keep coming out for people. Uh, and uh, yeah, keep you guys fed out there with 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 our content. But um, again. Thank you all so much for the support. Hope you'll you all stay. Just hang in there for the three weeks, and then we'll be back. <laughs> and we're we're gonna be back because with our regular podcast episode, and we have some crazy book club stuff in store. I'm excited. I hope it comes together. Oh, okay, okay. We'll we'll tell them about it in time. Okay, in time. Okay, there you go. There's this little teaser. That's all we're gonna you're gonna get. You're gonna have to. You're gonna be dying the next three weeks to find out. <laughs> dying. So come back. We'll be back. All right. It's time to check the mail. All right. I was trying to figure out a way to do the mailbag this week mm-hmm. and also give a good uh, a good jab at, at, at old wage slave JJ. <laughs> wage slave. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, what else do you want me to say? He threw us <laughs> under the bus for, for his yeah. new his brand new job. He he is like what a manager there though like it's kind oh, of a big deal. Oh okay. Oh so he is the man. <laughs> is that what you're telling he, me? He, yeah, that's the thing. He's become the man. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should just say that the the uh, letters today are um, from his subordinates. They're on the <laughs> etched on the back of the letters that we got today are like cries for help. That please, the new manager, <laughs> please save us. <laughs> He's, He's working us to the bone. He's the worst <laughs> boss ever. Oh, my gosh. All right. Here we go. Let's get into some questions. We got some good ones. I was really hoping JJ would be here this week. But you know what? JJ sucks. <laughs> Hashtag JJ sucks. Screw JJ. Get, Who needs we him? don't need him. He needs him. Uh, this first two questions comes from Penguin90 over on Discord. That's supergamerboys.com slash Discord. You can join us over there. We talk uh, about what we've been watching, what we've been playing. You can write in your questions for the show. You can talk about the episode, what you liked and didn't like about it. Or you can just, I don't know, make fun of me in the general chat. That's what usually ends up happening. Um, What is your guys' favorite Christmas movie? Easy. Hmm. Charlie Brown Christmas. Really? 
out of all Christmas movies, that's your favorite. That's, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying it's a bad one. That's actually a fantastic movie. But out of all of them, <laughs> that's your favorite. It, it it is because it's tradition. Um, okay. My family watches it at least once a year. Um, what are you looking for? I'm just getting my movie. You keep talking. I'm listening. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Uh, we watch. We watch. Um, uh, the Great Pumpkin. We watch uh, Charlie so Brown good. Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. we watch um, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas all on each Classics. holiday every year. It's yeah. family tradition, so that's my favorite one. So good, I love those. This this is actually the first year I haven't watched any of the Charlie Browns ones. Yeah, that's usually our tradition too. But this year has been so I don't know something about it was just like crazier, more hectic, out of or whack. Something. Yeah. Slipped right by, but yeah, it's normally ours every year too. Like Halloween. Well, don't forget, you were homeless for a while. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I didn't have a TV. That, that so was that's was, a good excuse. Tricky. Yeah, <laughs> it was tricky, and only so many people can gather around my phone. So right, and that was, that was until the battery died. Then, then exactly, we and then what? You had to wait <laughs> until six a or seven a.m. when the when the uh, community center opened back up, so you can go in and charge your phone. So, <laughs> oh man, all right, my favorite Christmas movie is none other than, let me see, what year has this come out? I should know this by now. I've watched it a bajillion times. 1984 classic, Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'll right. let you have it because you're doing that loophole where it's a movie that happens at Christmas time. Okay. Mm-hmm. All they right. Sing lo- there's lots of Christmas songs that are sung in this movie. Um, <laughs> I mean... There's there's both in the soundtrack and That's just like the people by, who the, say by that. the by the gremlins themselves. I'm pretty sure they sing a Christmas song. I don't remember. It's actually been a few years since I watched it. I really want to watch it with Trudy. She's I don't think she's ever seen it. Not and never, not once. Her, and I keep telling her, I was like, this is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. It, it, like, and honestly, it's it's up there with like, like movies in general because it's so cheesy and goofy, and I love it. Oh, Gremlins it. is a classic now. Come on now, it's so good. And but she's she doesn't like anything even remotely scary or creepy and so it's not like her, it's, it's fun scary though that's that's what i i'm like it's like a it's a comedy horror if you can even call it that like it's like funny but like a little creepy right. and funny but Come on she's now. like i don't know i haven't been able to get her to do how it, is she so. not gonna do that but you guys do that haunted house thing tour thing every year haunted house thing yeah house up house at thing. uh up at um the uh boy the, is it oh, the, B- B- Balboa, the haunted trails. Balboa, yeah. Oh no, no, no. We, we, she, she did it once when she was, or a couple times, like when she was younger. She's not done it in a long time, and yeah, she probably will never do it again. <laughs> she doesn't like scary stuff. Come she doesn't like on. horror. She doesn't like like I. Every time I try to watch like yeah any type of horror thing, she's like, nope, no, we're not. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's fine. All right, chicken. Let's go. Fine, fine, fine. Let's, fine. let's, let's go. I'll just go cry in my room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, fantastic movie. Go watch Gremlins and go watch Charlie Brown. Fantastic. All right. Both next winners. question. Next question from Penguin90. She asks, if you guys lived in Legend of Zelda's Ocarina of Time, what would your guys' job be? <laughs> mm. Probably so the windmill guy. I feel like I feel like I'd be him. Okay. I don't know. It just seems pretty, pretty chill. Like you just, you once you get the windmill started, you don't really have to 
you know, right. It's there's the no muscle and keeping it going. It, yeah. Right. Right. The momentum is going after that. You just have to make sure that it keeps going. It's a pretty, yeah. pretty easy gig. It might wear your shoulders a little bit, but hey. And and you work by you work by yourself, too. So you don't have to worry about anybody always, bothering you. There's always great music at the windmill, too. They have the best. music. That's true. There. That's true. <laughs> um, I think I would uh, work at was at Lon Lon Ranch. I would be milking cows. Yeah, they'd be doing smoking cows all day. <laughs> that's yeah. I, I think that's. You better I, be glad JJ's not here because I'm sure he would have had a joke for you right there. He would have had a zinger ready to go for you. I, I want. I want him to listen to this and then be yelling at the radio in the car. <laughs> oh my god! Darren, I said oh my god! I, I just it's it, that that was that was my little Christmas gift for JJ my little Christmas <laughs> gift for JJ because I know he's gonna be in the car he's gonna be like screaming the joke at his radio and no one will ever hear it so it'll it's a gift for both of us really because I don't have to edit anything out and he still gets the joke out and he can just make fun of me for it in three weeks when we come back so yep if he comes back who knows maybe we'll fire him that's true bye you know, just, hey you know what see ya you don't uh you you, you got you got someone else. Okay, you're, 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 you're podcast homeless now. <laughs> podcast homeless. <laughs> oh, man. All right. This last question comes from Sir Prince a lot. And he asks, who wins in a no rules, knockdown, drag out death match? Bowser versus Dr. Robotnik. We touched on this a little bit before uh, the show started. And I said, I don't think this is as clean cut as um people think because yeah bowser has the strength the raw strength the raw power and the animal instinct right the killer instinct Mm -hmm. but robotnik also has the intellect and he has the gadgets but a lot of people are forgetting that um see it, it, it does go tit for tat right because there's different robotnik machines that he has access to but there's also different forms of Bowser. There's Giga Bowser. Excuse me. Uh, there's the new Rage Bowser form that came out. Right. So from, uh... they they have different matchups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm just looking at size wise. Uh, I think Bowser's Bowser is about seven. It's ten. He's ten foot two. Oh, ten two. And Robotnik, Dr. Robotnik is six one. So six I'm one. He's only six one. So I'm taller than Dr. Robotnik here. Um, but weight-wise, also, Bowser, 1,600 pounds. I was going to say, yeah, he's at least half a ton. And <laughs> Dr. Robotnik, only 282. So, if, I mean, if it's just hand-to-hand combat, it's definitely Bowser, right? Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, but right. If you, Dr. Robotnik starts pulling out his, his drones and his little robots and stuff, I mean... They, he's he's got to have the ones that come with he's the firepower, firepower, though. Like, they got to come with the... Yeah. Because that's the thing. You piss Bowser off, and then, yeah, he's going to go full rage mode. And then he's, that's like, it. 300 feet tall. Now you're dealing with the, now it's a Godzilla done. situation. Now it's a Godzilla right. situation. And... And there's no Mario. There's no Cat Mario around. You're done. You're finished. <laughs> there's no Cat Mario. That's, that's like, the nuclear <laughs> bomb. Right. You know, nuke, the nuke versus Godzilla. That's, like, <laughs> you know... It's a cat-shaped... <laughs> Super Saiyan nuke. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh, but it works man. somehow. I 
I think Bowser wins. Yeah, I do. It I just, mean, it, Dr. Robotnik would have to have like an enormous army. Enormous, I think, to have enough power. And he'd have uh, to strike power. quickly. Fast. Because yeah. if, if Bowser gets a hold of him, it's over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like he won. He just grabs him and just crunch in his hand or like chomp in his mouth like that's it like that's you're it done. that's done <laughs> and there's not very many like, soft it's... spots on bowser either like he he has a shell and so on the back right. and the front he's hard like think of, like a turtle only soft spots his head and like his limbs you know, his, his limbs hanging out there but so. even those are are super like muscular and built so mm-hmm. it's yeah it's got to be bowser yeah I guess Bowser. It seems crazy to say that because I mean, Doctor Robotnik literally he has, has like he has controlled crazy robot titans before yeah, laser guns, but <laughs> Bowser's just insane, especially I, oh, if he goes yeah. full so full we'll Fury put it Bowser. As, we'll we'll put it as Robotnik is no slouch, but no. Bowser, I think, is coming out on top. Yeah, I think it definitely like Doctor Robotnik would would put up a pretty good fight like it really would be like a godzilla situation where like you know i feel like you know we we the uh the u.s military pretty put a pretty good dent into godzilla but in the end he's just they still got whooped just just <laughs> destroys half of you know, three cities so yeah that's probably that dang which yeah it's just so crazy to think about i mean the biggest it, if it's just base bowser versus base robotnik then if it's base, Ro- base Robotnik, no toys, no, 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 no. no, no. I, I mean, I mean, like with with toys, I guess, because because generally he has toys. Like, how often is he not with his toys? So if it was like base base Bowser with Doctor Doctor Robotnik doing his normal thing, which is with like maybe one laser gun or whatever, like one spaceship drone thing, I think he would win. But yeah, as soon as you bring in Fury Fury modes, it's all done. Giga it's Bowser. Over. <laughs> Uh, I, I just did a quick Google. There's literally one called Molten Bowser. What the heck? He literally just turns into like a molten lava. <laughs> like a match. That's that. all, you know what else too. If they fight to the death, Bowser still wins because remember, there's Dry Bowser. Oh yeah, so he can literally just come back to from the dead. Yeah, he doesn't dry die. Bowser, so there yeah. you go. There Bowser you go. wins every That's game. time. That's it. <laughs> okay, there you have it. That's the answer. That's the, the the definitive answer on who would win in that fight. Definitely just Bowser. That's it. Yep. Game over. Oh man, cool. Thank you guys so much for writing in. Remember, if you want to write in, you can send it to us anywhere on any social media. DM us if you want. Send us an email through our website. We have a contact us form. Or like I said before, supergamerboys.com slash discord. And uh, not only can you send in questions, but have fun chats with us over there. And uh, yeah, we would very much uh, enjoy having you over there. It's a fun, fun time we have. <laughs> All right. It is now time for the Nerdy Nudes. <clears throat> I'll step in for the ma- for the lad. <laughs> it's now time for the Nerdy Nudes. Perfect. Love it. Thank um, you. All right, this first news story comes from Matt Purcell over at IGN, and they write, Ubisoft announces... You all ready for this? I already said at the top of the show, but are you ready for this? (laughs) 
Ubisoft announces Splinter Cell Remake. That's right. The thing I've been asking for all year long, finally happening. I feel like I've talked about it more this year than any other year. Like I've always wanted it to be a thing, but I usually just don't talk about it. Like it's just like, oh, whatever, like it, it'll never happen. But you know what? I feel like I kind of willed it into existence. I've talked about it enough times on our podcast, but here it is, it's happening. And you're so. not you're not nervous at all. I had no idea this was happening. Nobody was talking <laughs> about it on my on my social media feed. Nothing. Oh, was, what was funny is I had like a bunch of people DM me because I talk about the show so much. Like I had like listeners DMing me and someone <laughs> I think and uh, another buddy like sent it to me. It was so funny. Like I was like, I know I saw it. I'm so excited. Uh, Ubisoft has announced that it has greenlit the development of a remake of its stealth classic Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Announced on Ubisoft's website, the remake will be developed by lead studio Ubisoft Toronto, the developers of Splinter Cell Blacklist. It will be built from the ground up using the Snowdrop, Snowdrop engine, which is the tech being used for the Division games, the upcoming Avatar Frontiers of Pandora game, and Ubisoft's as yet untitled Star Wars game. In an interview posted on the Ubisoft website, Producer Matt West said, I think it kind of has to be a remake as opposed to a remaster. Although we're still in the very earliest stages of development, what we're trying to do is make sure the spirit of the early game remains intact in all of the ways that gave early Splinter Cell its identity. Part of keeping that remake true to the series identity is that it will be a linear game and not open world akin to many other Ubisoft games. As for the gameplay that happens within those linear levels, the emphasis is once again on stealth, not action. It's safe to say that a lot of us on the team are stealth purists, and we're behind that level of seriousness when it comes to those kinds of mechanics and those sorts of things that we want to see in this game. Chris, Chris Audi, Splinter Cell's new creative director, said, And we're very, very aware of what makes classic Splinter Cell what it is. It's important are for you? us to... Pres yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll like only time will tell. But uh, they, they go on to say, It's important for us to preserve the sense of mastery by supporting players who observe the situations, make their plan, use their gadgets, and outsmart the enemy creatively to deal with the challenges they are presented with, he explained. Ideally, they end up coming out on the other side with no one having realized you were even there. That's the essence of Splinter Cell, which is 100% true. Like, you play those, like, Splinter Cell 1 and 2, it was about, like, you, 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 what, you usually started a mission with, like, maybe 10 bullets, if you were lucky. And, like, that was it. Like, you did and not And that was more than seen. enough. Oh, well, if you it were had, good enough, to be, you didn't need them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's, and that, that's what I'm getting at. Like, the point of the game was, like, do not be seen. Because even if one person sees you, sometimes 10 bullets isn't enough. Like, that's the other thing. It was so hard to aim in that game. Sometimes you go through <laughs> 10 bullets on one guy, and you're like, I just started the mission. I better you know just restart the whole mission. You know what I'll never forget about Splinter Cell? As far as, mm -hmm. like, it's how, how technically far ahead it was. I'll never forget. I played it on Xbox, which was like the most flashy version because it had all the all the effects and stuff turned on. And I remember shooting a fish tank, and the bullet hole just had like a tiny stream yes. coming yeah. out of it instead of it just like the glass shattering. I was like, "Whoa, well, no way, will, dude!" What, and then, crazier. and then when the water comes down and yeah. it comes under the hole, it stops pouring out. Like, oh yeah. my God. That was Who the craziest thing that? about it. That was the craziest thing. Yeah, not only did it not completely shatter the gra glass, it just made a little hole, but then, yeah, it would, like, the the tank would empty, 
But it's not like, it it wasn't like an auto thing where it's just like, okay, empty the entire tank, even though you shot it at the top. No, it would just empty down to the hole and then stop. It's at the rate that water would come. Oh my God. It's such a dumb thing because it has nothing to do with the game. But But somebody spent like Someone spent so much time making that (laughs) just so like someone would like, ha ha ha, I'm going to shoot the fish tank. It's it's something that you're like, yeah, the back of your mind would register. But some dude like was like, man. When when the when the when the right people see this, they're gonna freak out. Yeah, it's so crazy. So shout out to whoever, whatever team worked on that. You guys did a phenomenal job. <laughs> that was their only team. job. They worked on that for like a year. Just this one team. There's like <laughs> ten guys. They're like, okay, we're, no, we're it's coming out in too room. fast. You gotta you gotta <laughs> slow it up. Oh the stream God. doesn't yeah, look that- believable. <laughs> researching that like going out like a, buying fish tank after fish tank and actually shooting i'm like oh, you okay. have to you gotta get you gotta get it just right yeah <laughs> oh man but yeah i i love those games because yeah it really was like in you yeah do not be seen do everything you can to not be seen because if you're if you're seen like it's might as well just restart the level and, yep. and i love that like i mean that's the same reason i love the metal gear games that's right up there too like you don't want to be seen in metal gear obviously metal gear is a little more forgiving in a lot of ways like if you do get seen you can run away like you can move quick so you can hide or generally depending on where you're at in the game like you have weaponry enough to like fight back but in splinter cell not only did you did you have a single silenced pistol with 10 bullets but you didn't move fast Sam Fisher was extremely slow, so you're not running away. <laughs> like, right. you're fighting so you it out better, or dying. You better get it right the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you're dude. really not you're not nervous. I mean, this is none of the original talent that so, it, that worked on the first game. Yeah. It's being made in Snowdrop, which we know is like okay engine. Um, I don't know. No, I'm so just, I'm have they I'm have not... they brought anybody from that team back to consult like how they did for uh Infinite for Halo Infinite? Uh they how didn't they... uh so it says here in an article it's unclear if anyone from the original Splinter Cell team is working on the remake, but technical producer Peter Hendrino says that the series veterans are part of the new said that series veterans are part of the new team. There are a lot okay. of vets here, so we're going to have a really good mix of people who have worked on previous Splinter Cell games and new team members who are joining and bringing fresh energy and fresh ideas. Okay, so that, that's so yeah, that's so the most is... important thing is people who be like, actually, no, this sucks this way. We did it this way. It rules this yeah. way. You do it that yeah. way. Yeah, like yeah, when they start going on a path and like one of the vet like people who've worked on it before can be like. Uh, no, we we've tried this before. It didn't work. Right. Trust me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you didn't. It never saw the light of day. But we we you know we, we spent it. months you know and let's let's let's, let's skip this one. But That's no, what, I I'm yeah. not. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm worried a little bit just because it's Ubisoft. Ubisoft has not been hitting for me for a while. Like time. I used to love Ubisoft stuff, and it's been a long time since I've been. The last by things Ubisoft. that they've done for me that hit is uh, Mario Rabbids and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Other than that, mm-hmm. I haven't really played. Uh, I mean, you can technically say Scott Pilgrim, but all they did was publish it. It was already a fantastic game before they got their hands on it. So, yeah. But Ubisoft made games. It was those two. Yeah, yeah. Same for me. It's probably yeah Mario Rabbids, and then. Even Assassin's Creed, like, uh, for me, I enjoyed Origins a little bit. I never got to play Odyssey, though. Um, I never picked that one up. So, yeah, I, I, I'm I a little worried because of that. But, I mean, everything that they're saying is is right. Like, I, I love that 
Uh, I mean, I would have been happy with a remaster, but the fact that it's kind of like a remake, and and I'll I was Dead reading Cells. another, I, and I was yeah, well yeah, I was or reading not uh, Dead Cells, Dead Space, sorry. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was reading another article where it's almost going to be like a more like a reimagining kind of thing. Like it's a similar story, but it's like a little updated. So it reminded me of like oh, like a Modern Warfare or Splinter, mm. sorry, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, where it's like it's keeping the base kind of. There, there will be some roots there that I think are similar, but mm -hmm. with just like they're going to update the look of the character and like kind of add some story elements to kind of, you know, modernize it, I'm sure, a little bit and stuff like that. So if that if that's the case, like if they can really nail the gameplay like they, they're saying they're going to be able to and and also kind of like update the story a little bit, I'm like, yeah, that sounds amazing. And to see splinter cell in and again like not just do a remaster i don't want an hd skin give me a whole like sim like same types of levels right from way. the ground up like do what I, rockstar should have did this yeah this has so much potential like i'm stoked about this like it is again my only worry is that it's ubisoft but other than that everything that this matt west is saying um the he's it, it sounds the producer it sounds spot on and yeah you can tell uh, there's a full-on interview on their website. Like, there's more questions. They talk about more stuff. But it seems like everyone on the team is, like, they're hardcore into stealth games. Like, it's not just like, oh, yeah, we're, we just, like, we just make games and we like video games and we're making mm -hmm. a stealth game. It's like, no, like, they love the original Splinter Cells for what they were. And they love, like, the, you know, those hardcore stealth games where it's, like, exactly what I was saying before. You don't want to be seen. Like, pretend like you never were even there, you know? Um so, My biggest reassurance I, I, is that there's veterans good. there. So yes. now that you said that, it's like okay, maybe we we're we're on to something. Maybe we can expect something pretty pretty special here. So yeah, that'll make a huge difference. I think yeah, mm -hmm. having some people there who know what they're doing, they've done it before. They know the series. They know the character. How this is supposed to work. Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm stoked. I I of all things I willed into existence. It's funny. It's this. <laughs> like, like as much as I'm always talking about like Hideo Kojima something or other Metal Gear <laughs> or whatever and then it's just like Splinter Cell I mean I've been talking about this a lot this year and then it's like oh well here it is okay it worked oh man I just gotta now you gotta I buy it I just gotta yeah now I gotta buy it definitely gonna buy it definitely oh man it's gonna look so that's all I can think of is like it's just gonna look so gorgeous on PS5 and Series X wait did they oh you said it was Snowdrop huh I was gonna say is Snowdrop yeah. Is it competing with Unreal? Unreal Five? Um, I I don't know that for sure. Mm. I haven't like compared them. I'm not sure. Cause I'm just but, thinking about an Unreal Five Splinter Cell, and man, <laughs> I still I, I I still have not fired up the the Matrix you demo it, on the PS Five, but you saying you know bringing up unreal 5 just now it's i think as soon as we're done with this episode i'm firing it up i'm turning that it on matrix demo is what i expected every game uh on series x and ps5 to be like really? as far as fidelity goes yeah when i thought so oh the way that they were hyping these up you know these systems like oh they're so they're like four times more powerful than the last gen it's like oh okay let's see what they got this is what i imagine at least Dude. this level of, of graphical fidelity. You'll see. You'll see. That's awesome. That's, I'll okay. leave it there. Yeah. As soon as we're done with this episode, I'm, I'm It's I'm wild, man. It I'm doing it. Doing it. All right. Let's get into this next news story. Um, this one's kind of interesting. So this is kind of a piggyback off of 
some news that happened over the summer. Um, I don't remember if we covered it on the, because it might have been during the time where we were on the hiatus a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, right before you came on. Um, and uh, after Zetch last left us, uh, rest in peace, Zetch. Passed, sadly. Um, sadly. Um, but there was a, it's kind of a big boom this summer where indie developers kind of came out and were like, hey, it sucks to work in PlayStation. Like a bunch of developers came out publicly on Twitter and were just like, hey, coming together and yeah. Oh, you had a crap? Yeah, I, I did too. Oh man, yeah, that sucks. This is really hard. Like, why is it so tricky? Like, why don't they make it easier for indie developers? Um, yeah, back in July, a number of indie publishers publicly called out Sony for its apparent ongoing dismissal of the immense challenges facing small developers trying to publish games on PlayStation. This is written by Rebecca Valentine over on IGN. Um, and uh, yeah, she it's it's a long article. We're definitely not going to read the whole thing. But I just wanted to hit some points here because I think it's interesting. Um, this this roller coaster that Sony has with with indie developers. Uh, so looking back at our conversations with these publishers at the time, a number of key issues were brought to light. Sony, indie publishers and developers said, had overly complex tools and forms, unclear processes, and poor communications with its indie partners when it came to getting answers, guidance, or issues resolved. They also expressed that while discoverability was an industry-wide issue, Sony was at best indifferent or at worst actively adversarial to these struggles, making PlayStation a very challenging platform for indie game sales. What's more, it sounds like the vocal indies who spoke up in July were not alone in feeling this way. IGN has obtained a copy of a document entitled 2021 Global Partner Survey Results, which was sent out to a number of Sony's partners, publishers, and developers as a follow-up to a survey that was conducted sometime prior. The findings document is short, only three pages long, and does not specifically mention the public complaints from the past summer, but it does identify three target areas for continued improvement based on the results of the survey, all of which directly correspond to issues that indie publishers brought up on social media and in articles. So, uh, yeah, basically there's talk. So, um, again, I'm not going to read this whole article. It's big, and you should go check it out um, by Rebecca Valentine. It's a good It's a good one. She actually did some good, like, investigative, investigative uh, and follow-up, you know, reporting here. Um but uh, after viewing the document, IGN followed up with some of the indies spoke that they spoke with over the summer. They wanted to get back in touch with them, and uh, and they 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 share here. Um, so this is C, uh, Akupara Games CEO David Logan uh, said that they were obviously crushed at the news, and it was clear that the account manager at Sony had been working hard for a long time to push through a lot of the ideas the developers flagged in our initial discussions. After the articles, that seemed to give a huge boost to initiatives that had already been planning because rapidly after Sony started rolling out a bunch of big changes. So they've had solid communication. I guess apparently it used to take nine months for like uh, support tickets to be resolved. Like imagine that, like having an issue and nine months <laughs> later, all of a sudden getting a response from Sony like, hey, uh, you still have that issue? You, have, you want us to help you? It's like at that point, it's like no, like it's done. The it's game whatever. already like, shipped, dude. The game's shipped, and uh, sales have tanked, and we're never gonna like no one's ever gonna find us. Um, now it's apparently down to about five days, on average five days, but most responses come within twenty-four to forty-eight hours. So that's great. That's fantastic. They hired a bunch more people, so they can actually handle the volume of calls they're getting and emails and stuff like that. Um, but uh, communication was definitely the, the big thing. The second thing was discoverability. Uh, and so apparently that's still kind of like not great. 
Um, but they, they, I, some of the developers, like the one I was mentioning before, Logan there, um, he said that they've actually been more often asked now to become a part of PlayStation sales. Like that was a big thing before PlayStation reached out when they have a sale happen on PlayStation network on the PlayStation store, it's not up to the games to decide if they're going on sale or not. PlayStation will send them an invitation and they either say yes or no, basically. And in the past, indie games just wouldn't get hit up at all, hardly. Where now they're like, oh, we get, we're going to ask all the time now. We still would love to just be able to go on sale when we want to go on sale and do a discount, which blows my mind that you can't do that. Like, imagine if you're just like, hey, Crazy. I want to do a discount on my game. And Sony's like, no, sorry. We'll let Only you know if we if tell we you. want to do that. Yeah. Only so that they, what that's, are you talking that's about, still. You maniac? Yeah, so that's still how they how they work, how they run. Um, like it even says, Logan mentioned that Akupara recently held a fifth anniversary sale across several platforms. And while they would have loved to also discount their game on PlayStation, they were unable to do so. So like on Switch and Xbox and Steam, everything was on sale. The PlayStation's like, sorry, not this time. <laughs> it's like, what the heck? Um, but I mean, they are getting more opportunities to offer those discounts, which is like, okay, that's something. It's in the right direction. Um, and then the other thing is, like I said, discoverability. There is a new tab on the PlayStation Store. I know you haven't seen it, Adrian, because you have a PlayStation. But it's, it just says new releases. And whether it's a big game or some little game you've ever heard of, it's in mm -hmm. the list. And it'll show up there. And honestly, it's fantastic. It's kind of like how Game Pass, at least on PC, I don't know how Game Pass looks on an Xbox. But Game Pass on PC has recently added. And whether it's yeah. a big name like Halo or right next to it, some random indie game you've never heard of before, that's what PlayStation is doing now. So you can actually bring up that list and see, okay, Far Cry that's 6 good. came out, and on the same day, this other indie game was shown up side by side. So that's like some big features that PlayStation is adding and trying to help this thing. But all that to say, again, I already said a lot, and there's a lot more to this article, but I wanted to kind of share a couple things and get some of your thoughts on it, Adrian, because you're not only the big indie guy, but you have history with PlayStation, and, and you kind of know, yeah, and you know their history with indies also. like. You know, they had big indie, they were had a really high uh, high point with indie developers back on the PS3 era. Because when they were kind of like having a hard time during, you know, losing the yeah, 360, that, they, that, they that's where I was going to go with it. Is yeah. I know that you said that some of the developers were um, pretty skeptical about this whole new, like them turning over a whole new leaf, and they have every right to be. Yeah. Uh, because Sony at this point has a track record of like, when they're not doing well, they'll reach out to whoever they can reach out to and say, hey, you guys want to work with us with a PlayStation? We'll do whatever you want to do. All right, we'll, we'll help you out. And then when the console or whatever they're working on starts to gain steam and starts to get units going, then that suddenly falls onto the back burner. And all these people who have basically bet the farm on this relationship with Sony get left out in the cold because, oh, PS4 is taken off now. There's we're we're selling yeah. units. We don't need the small titles anymore. Uh, when it, we got to focus on God of War and Horizon and stuff like that. So, yeah, which is exactly what happened, right? Yeah, Remember when is, PS4 some... first came out and it was untested? Yeah. They even had that whole segment where it was like PlayStation loves indies or something like that, and mm. then they did that for a hot minute, and then PS4 started taking off, and then you never heard anything about it again. Never. Yeah, no, radio silent for most of the generation. It is so does I can even understand. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say it does actually even say here. I, I there's another quote I want to read. Similarly, there's an anonymous indie developer that they spoke with over the summer. They got back in touch with, and uh, 
he, they feel the changes changes are good moves in the short term, but also points out Sony's history of supporting indie developers when it doesn't have a huge slate of first party titles on a new console and then abandoning them once its first party potential is realized. Ding, and like ding, Garner's, ding. he sees the problem as much bigger than Sony. Um, so yeah, so exactly like what you're saying, the indie developers are seeing it and they're feeling the same way. Like you only want us because you don't have anything. <laughs> right. Once you have something. So like in another two years, when like all these crazy you know first party games are coming out it's gonna you're gonna get swept under the rug again and and i know everybody's gonna be know. like oh you know here we go again kicks only when they're down but if you if you look on the other side of this the other side of the you know the street even when microsoft had gears of war coming out they had forza coming out they had all these different kind of exclusives coming out they've never not had since xbox, xbox one Arcade. came out they've never yeah they've never not had id at xbox that's been a thing for years now and it's always been updated with new independent uh either looks at upcoming games or games that xbox have uh funded for independent developers so you can do it <laughs> that's the thing it's just sony doesn't want to do it for some reason because they'd rather focus all their efforts on their first party stuff, which I think is dumb because you already know that stuff is going to sell. But why not bring as many people as you can to your platform so you can say, look, we support creativity of all sizes. Yeah. You know, like PlayStation know, like can having smaller games on your platform does not diminish the value of it it can only add right. to it and i don't right. know why it, they don't want to in, do in that. finances and finance you know it's a big thing to have a well-rounded portfolio like well why well, like why not bring that same concept over the games have a, a right. well-rounded portfolio it, it, of like it, from it's big almost to like mid dude, to small titles <laughs> what are you going to do when horizon and god of war and gran turismo come out right they're supposed to be coming out within the next year. Yeah. This console generation has at least got to last for three more years after next year. What are you doing in those three well, I years? I hope it's more than three years. I hope it's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, on average, they're about five years, right? We just got a super long one with PS4 and, and, and Xbox One. But right. I'm just saying, your big tent poles are coming out in the next year. What do you have that you're going to be able to support this console in the next three, four years of its life. That's what you should be building the relationships with. Yeah. And showing that, Hey, these other titles, even if we're not directly funding them are just as important and, and deserve just as much of a marquee space as the horizons, as the God of wars, as the, uh, the Gran Turismo's, the, you know the 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 hard hit the uh, quote unquote you know showstoppers uh, um, blockbuster games, right? Yeah, no, hundred percent. There's uh, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense why they wouldn't just yeah they want that you know well rounded kind of healthy looking slate of games at all times. Like why? Because 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 what happens is when when they're on this roller coaster with indie developers at the peaks all of a sudden they're looking super healthy because either they just have a lot of indie games or they have a lot of indie games 
in some first party titles. And again, it's looking real healthy, looking real good. But then at the lows, there's no first party titles and they've hurt the indie developers so bad they're all gun shy they're like and they yeah, don't and they don't back. yeah and they, and they don't have any gun indie games either so it's like it's like sony's going for really high highs and really low lows it's like why not just keep the indie like relationships good all the time and then and those lows are not quite as low because you have some killer indie games to, you know to show off but i don't know it's like they start trying to pivot after it's already like that dip's already started it's like you gotta you gotta anticipate this guys like you just gotta keep it up it doesn't work know. like that <laughs> doesn't work like that so i don't know eventually people are gonna just gonna get sick of it like quite a few times like there's a couple times in the article <laughs> people pointed out just like uh, like all, all the all the the store console storefronts are are kind of a pain like playstation is the worst they're like xbox and switch isn't really much better like you know there's they do a lot of say, things the they do a lot of things is, good they did, but not not ideal. But everyone talks about like, but like Steam's the best. Like as an indie developer, like you'd be stupid not to go on Steam because basically Steam has an algorithm where it's like, oh, if your game starts picking up, like you're plastered all over their homepage, and and you know, and and within Steam you can build communities around your game. Like there's a community tab where you, people can follow it and chat before the game even comes out. You can build a huge community of you know mm -hmm. watching you develop the game and stuff. Do pre, you know. Uh, pre-release like beta releases and stuff like that so it's uh, it was interesting to read that and for a couple of the people to be like honestly they all have something to learn from uh, you know from steam you know like fx xbox and nintendo and playstation started adding some of those steam features and how like on the back end like how it shows off stuff and even on the front end oh man mm -hmm. like it would just open up so much for for indie developers but yeah i don't know we'll see um it's cool that these changes are happening here's to hoping that you know they it actually happens they actually start implementing some of this stuff and yeah we can start seeing some some of that fruit who knows and maybe this will be like maybe this will be a more permanent change i doubt I it but i hope i just I, I got my <laughs> eye on them i got my eye yeah. on them because this they've 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 sung this song and done this dance before hmm. so yeah. all righty Let's get into this last news story. This isn't uh, nothing too crazy, but I thought it was just kind of kind of interesting. Back for Blood Dev uh, is bought by Chinese tech giant Tencent. Turtle Rock, the developer behind Back for Blood, uh, says uh, and Tencent say acquisition won't affect Back for Blood at all because uh, that game is kind of like a it's not a live service game, but you know, like there's. They, they, oh, they it will like be. Give it time. It will be. Yeah, it will be. It's like that's kind of the, the, the direction they're heading with it. Um, but yeah, Chinese tech giant Tencent, which already owns League of Legends developer Riot Games, Supercell, Funcom, and has stakes in Epic Games, Activision Blizzard, and Ubisoft, is buying Turtle Rock Studios, the developer of Back for Blood and Evolve. Tencent and Turtle Rock announced the acquisition Friday, saying that the video game developer will become part of Tencent's Tencent while retaining its independent operations and its existing team will continue to run all studio operations led by co-founders Phil Robb and Chris, Chris Ashton. Total Rock's acquisition by Tencent will have no effect on Back for Blood, the Left 4 Dead spiritual sequel that launched in October. Total Rock is just the latest in a quickly growing list of gaming investments that Tencent has made outside of China. Just this year, Tencent has acquired or made majority investments in don't Starve and Grifflands developer Clay Enter Entertainment, Spec Ops The Line and The Cycle developer Jaeger, 
Sumo Group, home to Sumo Digital, developer of Sackboy, Big Adventure, and Hood Outlaws and Legends. Warhammer Vermintide developer Fat Shark. Wake Up Interactive, the parent company of Ninjala developer Solel and Devil's Third developer Valhalla Game Studios. So Den Tencent oh, has also yeah, invested... Oh, yeah, that Wii U game. The Wii U, really? Devil's Is Third. That... <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Tencent has also invested smaller amounts in Don't Not Entertainment, Bohemia Interactive, Remedy Entertainment, Bloober Team, From Software, and Spike Chunsoft parent company Kadokawa this year. So basically, all that to say, uh, the Tencent has their hands in pretty much every game that you're probably playing now. <laughs> like that's what it seems like. I brought up their Wikipedia. And yeah, they got their hands in, in everything. Ubisoft, Paradox Interactive, Remedy, Fat Shark, Miniclip, uh, Voodoo, Platonic, Discord, even Roblox, Platinum Games. They've sucked up everything in the vortex. It's crazy. Like, how? I, I don't know. It, I know. And I know a lot of the, those companies, like, they're still giving them full autonomy. Like, that's what Turtle Rock is saying. Like, hey, like, we're still free to do whatever we want. Like, we can make the games we want. Like, they're just giving us money but how long before tencent owns everything and and they do start stepping in like i, I don't know that's my biggest worry um yeah just i don't think be, they'll start stepping being, in until things start going off track yeah because tencent strikes me more as just they're investing and as long as you're returning on that investment they have no reason to worry about what you're doing yeah my, my worry is like, yeah, just being like this, uh, yeah, Chinese company and stuff like that. Like we've seen some weird things happen in the past with, what was it? Uh, like was censorship or what you could like, put in? Yeah, like censorship or even like during like the Overwatch, was it Overwatch or what like championship like esports where like people weren't allowed to talk about like the crazy stuff mm -hmm. going on in Hong Kong and stuff like that. And like all sorts of like, yeah, weird, crazy things um because of yeah how censored and locked down the chinese government is um that's my thought is like okay they get their hands on all these games and the next thing you know like are we gonna be getting like communist propaganda it's <laughs> like you know and like we, like crazy crazy censorship stuff in our games like what is like you can't say this you can't no, talk about that. i, I like, feel like as long as you're bringing in a return on their investment they don't really care what you do yeah i think they're more loyal to to their money than worrying about if it's offending, yeah, you know their home country. <laughs> so home country, and it, it, let me tell you, they they definitely love the money because they have the money. Holy cow! Oh yeah, I can imagine. I wonder what they're worth. Like I can only imagine like what that company's worth. It's got to be they, billions. They they don't just do video games either. Like they have no, yeah, television and cinema, comics, music, video streaming, e-commerce, medical. Like Tencent owns kind of everything. I don't, and I don't, how, how does that work? How do you, <laughs> how do you own everything? Uh, let's see. Oh, I, that's interesting. On uh, on Wikipedia here, it has some, some number. I don't know where they got these from, but total their total equity is $118.73 billion. That was in 2020. Good so, grief. Yeah, they're worth, they're worth a pretty penny. <laughs> they're worth a little bit. Just a hair. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Um, but yeah, so apparently though, like I, my, my, so yeah, like the censorship and weird, like, yeah, stuff connected with the Chinese government, like that's a worry, but also like, just like uh, another worry by a lot of the players is like, how is this going to affect Back for Blood? And according to this article, just to put you all, all your minds at ease, 
it's not going to affect it apparently. So any like I assume that means any DLC plans they had, any like level packs, whatever, should still be on track, which which is cool. I mean, at least they have money now. Like if 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 they really truly get full autonomy and can just make what they want. I don't think they were hurting in the first place. That's, though. that's amazing. No, no, I don't think they were too. But I mean, when you're when you're backed by Tencent, you know for sure you'll never be hurting either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, true, yeah, true. they they weren't hurting, but now they're really not not hurting. You know, <laughs> you know. Um, but I guess yeah, like I said, time will tell. We'll see if you know things things progress here. I am excited you know, for more back to finger, stuff. I was gonna say, I, fingers crossed that uh, I really it works like, out I for really, them. Really enjoyed that game. It was a lot of fun. So I'm excited to see like new characters, new levels added, stuff like that. Um, but we will see. All right. It is now time for Super Indie Boys with Adrian. Oh, it's about that time, you say. It's that time. All righty. Well, let's go ahead and get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a analog this week version of super indie boys i've got a crisp four short um but uh sweet titles i'll pick for you uh the first is um been playing this one on vita a little bit believe it or not um it's uh i don't know if you've heard of it garrett it's called scourge bringer i feel like i've heard the name maybe it is a roguelike um I don't know if I would call it necessarily a it's it's not a it's not a dungeon crawler it's more of a platformer. Uh you play as like a chosen one warrior of your race. Yeah. And I have seen and this. you're going through uh these different areas and you have a sword and you get different weapons and power-ups along the way. Uh the combat is fast and fluid. It's gorgeous. It's pixel art. I I I, I think it looks so good on the OLED Vita screen. I wish I could tell you how it looked on an OLED Switch screen, but um, yeah, I still am on the lookout for one. <laughs> um, but I can definitely, especially um, on Vita, I can for sure recommend it. It's it's a blast. Um, let's see. Next up. Where did I put my list? Oh, there we go. Um, Garden Story is adorable. <laughs> and I, I love it so much, dude. It's, it's so good. So you are basically like in a kingdom of fruits and vegetables and plants and whatnot. And you play as a grape whose name is Conquered. <laughs> Look, I'm laughing already. Um, that is amazing. And uh, so there's this this mysterious force that is showing up called the rot. And you, as the hero, um, traverse through uh, the the how should I say not world, I guess town kind of world. Uh, it's called the Grove. And you're it's, it's basically it's an RPG. So okay. you're talking to different people. You're doing quests for folks. Um you're you're basically getting everybody rallying together so that we can all fight this thing that is threatening all of our all of our uh homeland regardless of the differences that we have because we're different types of fruits or, or animals and stuff like that trust mm -hmm. me on this one it's a it's a great game 
and it's definitely worth the pickup. I I've um, seen trailers for the uh, tons of times. Every time I see them, like I gotta play that game. I gotta try. It's, it. I, I want to play it's it. So it good, looks dude. so so good. And then uh, sticking on my my uh, fruits and vegetables theme, <laughs> this is another one that's really good. It's called Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. Yes, that's that's what? the actual title. <laughs> that's that's the actual. T- I swear. No way. <laughs> it's so good, dude. So you play as a turnip. And you have to solve puzzles that allow you to get money. <laughs> and uh, here, I'll, I'll read you the synopsis, right? Okay, check it out. After <laughs> failing to pay taxes and getting evicted from your home, you must go on an epic quest to pay back your massive debt. <laughs> what? So you use garden tools to solve different puzzles. You meet different... Uh, this, is not, this is not connected with Garden Story. I don't know why it's not, but it isn't. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it, it's it's awesome. It's a great puzzle game. It's a funny premise. It's got a lot of a lot of jokes. Great, really good humor. Um, that is that's awesome. definitely a solid pickup. And then Switch. my last one, I'm pretty sure you have heard about because um, I know that we watched a couple of events where Turnip, it was Turnip Boy is on sale on Nintendo Switch for eight ninety nine right now. It is, uh, and Scourgebringer is on sale right now too. Ooh-wee. Um. And then the last one is Overboard. I think you've you've heard of that one, uh, where you play as the, it's the it's a visual novel. Let me see. Let me see. Let me where see. it's like a murder mystery on board of a ship. I don't know if I've played that one. I've heard of this one. So, really, this one is a it's a visual this novel murder mystery, right? But here's the okay. here's the hook. You play as the person who did it. And you have to figure out a way to fool everybody and get away with it. What? That sounds amazing. It, it right? <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's always the other way around. Like you're always trying to figure right, it you out. You have to so find for who them did to be it. Like, but no, you're hey, the person who did you it. Did it. <laughs> and you have to convince everybody else that you did not do it and get away. And the dialogue stuff changes. The situations change with whatever answers that you give. It's never the same uh, playthrough, depending on what you say. It's it, oh, it's so good, dude. That's it's awesome. so good. That's really cool. Yes, that's that's awesome. Um, all of these games are again less than twenty bucks, or twenty bucks or less, and they're all definitely worth your time. Dang. And I'm, I'm, I'll I'll uh, call it right there. Dude. So something for you to play. I want to hear about somebody playing some of these over our break when we come back. And I want to hear what you guys thought. Yeah, Sir Prince a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. When, what game like, should uh, I K- play? Kajoma, Kajoma did the same thing. Sir Prince a lot. They're all like, what game should I play? I just got a oh, Nintendo Switch. I what game should I get? Switch. What game? What? It's like, have you never listened to our show? Not once. I I'm I think I'm getting closer to twenty episodes right than ten you've put at this it, point. You've you've I'm done, almost there. Yeah, you've done a lot of episodes of Super Indie Boys, <laughs> and for them to be like, oh, I've done a lot of video comes, ones. I've done a lot yeah. of analog ones. So you can catch it me mid show live recording. Always, there, they, don't say I've never given you anything. He's he's <laughs> yeah 
No, it just comes down to laziness. They don't want to go back and find it in the episode, which that's why I'm wanting, to, I'm wanting to start re-releasing. I'm like, you know what? Let's cut it out, re-release it, put it on YouTube, and then I'll just have a little playlist you can watch through. But still, come on. It doesn't take that long to find I it. I can't wait for you to finish that playlist so that when people ask that question, we can just drop the link. Just drop a link. Go, yep. go buy all of these games. Do it. All right. Thank you so much, Adrian. I am actually really excited about some of those and hey, I got three weeks to to play some of these now, so I'm stoked. Do it. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into the ad. This is the part of the show where I tell you to go to patreon.com slash supergamerboy, support us over there, and uh yeah help us out help us make cool stuff for just a buck a month you get episodes early and ad free such as this one as well as the 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 book club uh you get those two months early and, and again ad free so go sports over there buck a month you can get those we have the five dollar tier you get show notes ten dollar tier you get shout outs on the show fifteen dollar tier you can be our patreon producer and be our boss right now we got three bosses we got toby we got quote joma we got bleep bloop um they're, let me tell you, it's they're pretty easy bosses to work under. We ha they haven't made us work too hard. Uh, Kajoma, he, he was a little ornery at the beginning, but then as soon as we started doing what he asked, you know, we haven't really heard from him since. No complaints. <laughs> no complaints, at least that I know of. Um, so, but yeah, go support us over there. We highly appreciate that. Uh, thankful for all that help uh, this time of year, especially. Um, it was fun to... Uh, yeah, no, like, okay, if there's any games you guys need or want or equipment you guys need or want, um, I sent out some Christmas gifts to you guys, so I hope you enjoyed that little, uh, that, that, that Kingdom Hearts. Have you looked through that Kingdom Hearts book at all? Yeah, I actually referenced it on uh, another podcast that I was a guest on, um, nice. so there it worked go. out perfectly. Awesome. So, yeah, so thank you guys all so much for supporting us. Uh, it allows us to just, yeah, make make content easier for you guys and uh, and more fun so you can also follow us here over on twitch it's free to follow and you can subscribe for it's either five bucks or if you don't want to throw five bucks away let me tell you this if you have amazon prime that means you can link it to your twitch account you have twitch prime which means you get a free sub every month costs you zero dollars and we get five dollars still so go ahead and throw that our way if you could we'd very much you might as well give it, it to us because all jeff bezos is doing is using it to go to the moon who Exactly. Yeah. For Who wants to go to the moon? There's this Transformers up there. It'll probably come back and kill us or something. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, go over to twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. Follow us there for free. And then remember, uh, uh, well, follow us. It, it's always free. It, that, that's just the way so you know when we go live follow us there please we're almost at 200 followers on twitch which is awesome and uh, uh throw that throw that free sub our way we'd appreciate it all right let's get back to the show all right adrian it's now time for us to talk about what you've been playing so um, I'm going to be very upfront. I actually haven't played a single video game this last week. What? Who are you, touched, JJ? I haven't touched anything. Uh, I, I mentioned the Discord, but... Uh, no, oh, I get I it, man. It's, I it's, been, I, I it's I been a wild week. 
Yeah. Oh, I mentioned, I, I guess it was last week's episode. Like that's, last Monday was my first day at my new job. And dude, like I am absolutely. So I, the game I've been playing, I've been playing, playing the game of life. You life. My new job is awesome. I'm loving my new job so much. Hey, like, I, I love to hear I, it, man. I, I don't think I've ever enjoyed a job I had until now. I'm like, this is so much fun. Like, this is a blast. So, yeah. But at the same time, absolutely exhausting. Like, just starting a new thing. Like, I think mm-hmm. once I figure it out, it'll, you know, be a little better. Become, <laughs> you know, yeah. become just, like, second nature. But right now, it's just so much learning. I, at the end of the day, I'm just like... I just want to watch a show. Like I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> it's like 8:30, and I'm like my eyes are closing. Um, so hopefully, uh, yeah. Again, in the next few weeks here, with Christmas coming up and New Year's holidays, we'll be traveling. We'll be in New York in a couple of weeks or next week. Uh, some downtime with family, playing some games, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I, I my buddy was just like he just beat Halo Infinite. I have a friend, uh, what? friend of mine beat Halo Infinite, and he was just. He's he didn't like, want to spoiler- 100% it. There's no way. He's, oh, no, no, I don't know. I'm sure he didn't 100% it, but he's like, spoiler-free review. He's like, oh, my gosh, one of the best, like, amazing campaigns. Such good story. Boss battles were incredible. I'm like, ah, dude. Like, I literally played it the first week it came out. Uh, I well, haven't first- touched it since. And, like, I haven't been able to touch it since. I put a good chunk in it. Like, that weekend, I played, like, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday, but... And it's it's it, not so. because it's bad. It's the it's the exact opposite. No. It's 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 a fantastic it's game. So I just fun. I've had so much going on. Yeah, so, dude. Like yeah. Halo you, Infinite. You just started incredible. a job. I think I started a, jo- a new job two weeks yeah, before you. Yeah, a couple so, weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's busy it's, for all of us here. That's why we need this three week break. There's been a lot of changes <laughs> here in our lives and on the show. <laughs> I we'll need to sit down and busy. play some stuff for a little bit. Busy <laughs> to break. So yeah, I haven't played anything other than just the good old game of life. <laughs> <laughs> no dude that's um that was that was awesome to hear that you love your job so much that's a that's a blessing man not a lot of people get to say that you know a lot of people just get up and they go to work and they got to do what they got to do but to yeah. love what you love what you're doing not a lot yeah. of people can say that yeah i mean position. obviously time will tell who knows maybe in like another month i'll be like this job sucks like you know obviously it's mm. there's always like that kind of like i mean uh, honeymoon, for every honey, job, honeymoon period but yeah but I don't know, like, yeah, it's, this is my first, this is the first job I've ever had that's like, I can use a creative side that I have, which, which is so different. It's always been, every job I've had has been very physical, like whether it's like, okay, I'm a, I'm doing construction. Okay. I'm a school bus driver. Okay. I'm working on a car lot, washing and detailing cars, like, you know, whatever, doing pest control. So this is my first job is like, oh, like not only, like I get to use the other side of my brain where I can actually like be creative and just have fun. And my, the two guys I work with are awesome. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see again, maybe in a month, it'll be a different story, but right now <laughs> just in a month, if I do complain, just point me back to this episode and be like, Garrett, go listen to that episode. And maybe yeah, you, you know, said it'll, it ruled. Set, what it'll happened? set me straight. It'll set me straight a little bit. <laughs> um, for me, it's, it's been a very, it's been a very light week. Kind of like how you were. Um, Thank goodness for for portable consoles because I have not had a chance to really sit down. Um, it has been a lot of uh, Battlefront Two, <laughs> believe it or not. I don't know what it is about PSP so Battlefront Two, dude. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's so addicting, and, and you know what it is too. I think it's the challenge of. The PSP didn't have that second stick, so you really have to get used to your your movement yeah. with those buttons. 
and being able to, oh, to switch man, your loadouts on the fly. About that. Yeah, that was so hard with one stick. Uh, but it's so <laughs> rewarding, dude. It really is. Uh, I, I was playing that. And then uh, what else did I play? Because um, I got some I new cases, it. so I was able to bring more than four games with me at a time now. <laughs> um, I love PSP. I, I, it's so I, how good. How much are they on eBay? How much are they on eBay? I need to get one. They're actually not that not that not that expensive. Okay, we'll see. Maybe I'm, I'm look if you got to get a um if you get oh if you get a, a two thousand <laughs> model excited, you can yeah. you can hook it up to the TV and then if I ever come back down which I think we're supposed to do next year for a TwitchCon but who knows we'll see how things go. We can do some wireless LAN stuff, and you can stream that. What? You can stream your screen. Okay. Just I'm right. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. I'm look. We can look. I'm, I, as soon as as soon as we get done, I'm telling you, we can look online and see how much. I mean, I'm looking right now. I don't, I'm not. We're not even done. Eighty four dollars. I can <laughs> buy it now. It's not even an auction. Buy it now. Sony PSP two thousand with charger and memory card. Tested works. Import eighty four dollars. Free shipping. There it is. What see? am I doing with my life? Why don't I have a freaking PSP? It's eighty bucks. That's as much as a game, basically. <laughs> I gotta have a freaking PSP again. Oh my gosh! And it comes with a memory card. There you go. Okay. Okay. Well. Um. Let's thanks see. for that, Adrian. My my, my wife's gonna be so happy now. <laughs> you got to get her one too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, oh, I've been playing Ridge Racer. Oh, dude. A, a PSP that's, classic. A PS. It, no, it's a it's a wonder how how they made that game that good on PSP. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. I've been just juggling between because I, you know, you're, you're able to put get a race in and then you could put it back down, and then um, when I have a lot of time, I've been doing Liberty City Stories. Okay. It's it's well, it's, yeah, uh, that's the um, like the spinoff, right? Yeah. Okay. It's a spinoff, but it's it's the size of those uh, those PS2 games, which is incredible. Like I've been. When I have a good chunk of time, I'll be playing that for like two hours at a time. And I feel like I'll barely make a dent because it's just that much stuff in that game to do. Like they really yeah. went out of Dang. their way to make it. This is a portable version of the full PS2 game. And and it definitely shows. So That's it's, awesome. it's been a it's been a uh, this recent time has been a really P, PSP centric time for me. And I'm not mad about it at all. I know what you're thinking. I have a giant switch backlog. Halo Infinite is out. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm enjoying life, no. man. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not thinking that because I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Like, there's all these games, and I'm just I'm not even <laughs> playing any. You're at least playing games. Like, they may be old games, but you're playing games. I'm not even playing games. I've just been like sitting around and oh, you know what I've been doing though? I will just throw this out there real quick. I've been watching Arcane on Netflix. A buddy of mine shared his. Never mind. But I've been watching Netflix. You've been watching Arcane uh, on Netflix. <laughs> I've been watching Arcane on Netflix. That show is so freaking good. Okay. Like, it's You're way not the better first has, I've heard. Way better than it has any right to be. So I I, en I already enjoy like the League of Legends kind of 
well, what little story and lore there was, there's not, I mean, when you play the game, it's just like fighting people. So there's not, there's, there's the character that backstories, but that's like secondary. It's one of the ones where you got to go look for the lore, like Overwatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the characters are more just like character, like it's just like, oh, it's just, you know, a picture and you're fighting, you know, it has to, happens to have some abilities and you don't, doesn't really matter why. But dude, Arcane is so good. Like it has a really good story. <laughs> um, characters that just like suck you in. The villain, like, oh my gosh. I'm like, oh, what's gonna happen? Like, I I don't know what's going on. And I love the little Easter eggs. So like, oh, here's another like champion from the game. Here's another champion. Here's another, like kind of or like even just in the background. Like it's not only a, not always a character that you're interacting with. Sometimes it's like sitting at a bar or something. You're like, oh, that's oh man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Oh, I, you, if you haven't seen Arcane, go watch Arcane. It's really good. No, I've I've heard nothing but good things about it. So I'm, I'm going to have to find I, the time to uh, sit down and give I, it a shot. I've been watching it with with uh, with Toby and he's never even played League of Legends. He's like, I don't have to know the gamer. I'm like, I don't as far as I know. No. And yeah, play, like watching it. He's been loving it, too. And as far as I know, okay. like, yeah, it's I don't think it's hindered. I mean. The only the only benefit to like playing the game and knowing the champions is just like the little e like random like Easter eggs and stuff like that, or even like when they introduce a character phrases they say or that they say in the game or something. Not not even that. No, like it's it's straight up just like I mean it's just seeing a character in the background. Or there are a couple characters where they introduce them, and it's like wait, that name is a champion. Like the name they said, I know that name, but that doesn't look like him at all. And so, as a if you didn't know the character, you you just be like, oh, that's so and so, and just you just watch the show and move on. But me mm -hmm. knowing like, wait a second, I know what he looks like as a champion. He doesn't look like a champion in the show. What's gonna so happen like, to him to so turn exactly, into? It's, it's it's like an origin story for some of these champions too, and you get to see it, and it's like no way. So I don't know. So there is that benefit to like knowing some of the the champions, but either way. The story is incredible. So go watch the show. Like it's it's honestly might be the best piece of video gaming. Like like as far as like movies and TV shows, it might be one of the best out there. Like I can't think of any other one that's that's up there like that. Okay, a ring an endorsement. So yeah, I'll take go it. watch Arcane. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, you got anything else for us tonight, Adrian? Uh, I was trying to noodle on a name for Kajoma because it's been a while. It's and, and I don't want him months. to go out of twenty one, out of uh, twenty twenty one with the same name. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I'll have something before New Year's for him. Okay, okay, sounds good, sounds good. <laughs> Everyone else will hear it after we get back. <laughs> I'll have to yeah. wait until then in suspense. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to our show. We very much appreciate each and every one you, each and every one of you. Uh, it's been an amazing year. 2021 has been an awesome year. I mean, every year has been awesome, honestly. For our show, for the podcast, there goes my camera. My camera just froze. That's fantastic timing. Mm -hmm. um, but we appreciate each and every one of you who listen, who watch, on me. both on YouTube. No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Um, cool. Anyways, I was doing the outro here. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, yeah, every year has been killer for Super Gamer Boys. You guys have just helped us grow each and every year. 2018, 2019, 2020. We're going crazy and again, this year. again in 2021. It's been a killer year. We appreciate each and every one of you who have shared it with friends, uh, shared it on your social media. Hey, you know, I'm listening to this, that, and the other thing. People we who have shared it throughout their offices. Throughout their offices, whatever you're doing. Um, 
Thank resulting you. in just... thousands of uh, views on on videos. Yeah, that's the most bizarre thing. Like this year has definitely been our biggest year. Like freaking what your Playdate video has over 5,000 views. That's on what it. I'm talking about. People the sharing Xbox, it throughout. It... Yeah, the Xbox E3 uh, uh, react live reaction has like over three or 4,000 views on it. So thank you. Uh, keep sharing Wild. stuff, please. Uh, this is just blowing our mind, but we're hoping next year, 2022 will be even bigger for us. Um, just the beginning, remember, man. If you want to support us in that, you can go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Again, help us hit that goal. We'll be launching a third show if we get $100 a month. Um, helps us buy games, buys equipment, whatever we need to kind of keep this show on the road and keep getting bigger and better. Uh, you can buy some sweet merch over at sgbstore.com. Uh, we have sweaters. We got uh, mugs. We got stickers, all sorts of fun stickers. stuff. You can rate and review us over on iTunes and Spotify just added that feature as well. So if you listen to us on Spotify, leave us a review. That helps us, especially now that they've added the feature, if you can get a big bump right there. So even if you don't listen to podcasts on Spotify, go find us over there. Um, leave us a review there. But Apple Podcasts, Spotify, those are the two big dogs. So if you have an iPhone or any Apple device, find us over there. Leave us a review, please. If we can get a big bump over this Christmas season and come back in with that, that might help us a lot. So Go over to the Apple Podcast app, iTunes, review us there, Spotify, review us there. Very much appreciate that. And remember, you can find us over at uh, um, on YouTube at youtube.com slash supergamerboys. You can subscribe to our channel there for free, and uh, then you'll know when new videos go up uh, over there. Find us during the week at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I am on Twitter and Instagram at gmorelang. Uh, Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at homeboy. All right. And, uh, well, JJ's That's not it. here. Nope. Nope. Freaking. We don't speak frickin', his name. Freaking dork. <laughs> um, yeah. On uh, behalf of all of us here at Super Gamer Boys, uh, I just want to say again, thank you so much for all the love. Hope you all have a happy holidays. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a happy new happy year. Happy new year. And we will catch you next year on the flippity flop Woo! 2022 jj's probably still gonna suck let's go This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.